Good day, my friends. It's Dwayne Klassen here. Welcome to another edition of The Remarkable Man Show. And it is Friday, which means it is Fearless Friday. Today, gentlemen, we are talking about imposter syndrome, how it's controlling your life. Let's go. Gentlemen, the world needs remarkable men. This is your time, and this is your show. I'm your host, Dwayne Klassen, and welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. Yes, gentlemen, this is your time and this is your show. Welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. I am so glad you're here. Gentlemen, all I ask is a little bit of reciprocity. Please go to iTunes or whatever audio platform, Spotify, or even on YouTube to like, comment, give us a review, give us some feedback. Every little bit helps the algorithm and gets the word out to more and more people. Because, hey, we are creating a remarkable world, and we can only do that by a movement that includes you. And, hey, I also invite you to join the Remarkable Man Project Facebook group. Yeah, click the links below and join the Remarkable Man Project Facebook group. Join a a group of like-minded men that are here and committed to being remarkable men. All right, gentlemen, we are talking about imposter syndrome today. The reason being is that I know it impacts so many of you out there. And this doesn't matter as to how successful you are, no matter how well you can make it rain. I know that there's a part of you that questions pretty much everything. Like, how did I get here? Or people are going to find out the truth. I come to you with a a mindset that I'm trying to be as transparent as possible because I've had imposter syndrome many, many times. In fact, when I created the Remarkable Man Project back in 2011, when I created this movement, when I wrote the book, I actually went through it kicking and screaming because I was not the guy. I knew I had a vision for what was possible, but I was just not there. I didn't have the fancy car. I didn't have the 5,000 square foot home. I didn't have the dream relationship. In fact, I lost it all just a few months earlier. So I did not feel like I was remarkable in any way, shape, or form. And certainly not the guy to lead a movement of remarkable men. But it was when I realized that it's not about me being the remarkable man. It's about a vision of pulling out the remarkable man in every man. See, your version of remarkable is probably very different than mine. Sure, we might have a few common denominators, like, you know, a, a car or a, a house or maybe a relationship. But by and large, your version of the remarkable man is, is unique to you, as it should be. But we can move through life in so many different ways as life unfolds in front of us. And as we grow, there's still that small self within that says, hey, wait a minute, who do you think you are? And I know this from a lot of my clients who have been alcoholics. They've had addictions to drugs. They've had addiction to porn. They've had 
infidelity issues and they're attempting to repair uh, a broken relationship or get into a new one. And yet they have this old self pulling them down. In fact, they're giving that old self so much power in their lives. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. As brother, you're not alone. You're not alone. More people than you can imagine are dealing with some level of imposter syndrome. I know multimillionaires. I know captains of industry that suffer from imposter syndrome. I know so many men that are leaning up against the glass, looking out at the rain, and just hoping that the world does not find out who they truly are. That's what they're feeling inside. Because they fear that if the truth were to come out, that people would judge them, would put them down, not feel right being around them, not being a, a match in some way, shape, or form. So many are afraid of being vulnerable to actually expressing their truth. But I want to share this with you. You've seen this many, many times when a celebrity, it doesn't matter if it's a sports celebrity, a music celebrity, a movie star, or even a local celebrity, and they screw up, whatever it is, maybe it's infidelity, maybe it's drugs, maybe they, they party too hard with the wrong party, and they were so out of integrity from what their brand represents. Now, two things can happen. One, They'll go down one road and they won't nip it in the bud. They're too embarrassed. They will not express themselves. They just kind of shun the media, shun publicity, and just disappear. Well, what do you think happens? That's when people start making up their own mind about that individual. How dare he? What an ass. Oh, man. People like him. Well, we ought to, you know, fill in the blank. And the PR on that individual just tanks. Then the roles don't come, the opportunities don't come, the invitations don't come, and they wonder what happened. Now, in scenario B, the publicist, their manager, they all come together and they go, hey, you know what? You're going to have to come clean on this. You're going to have to just come clean. We're going to do a press conference and you're going to come clean and you're going to tell all. We're just going to just let it all, throw it to the wind, see what happens. And they do. They have this press conference and they're so sorry and there might be some tears. Yes, I get it. I get it. There could be some crocodile tears there and it's all staged and it's all for show. But there are times when it's genuine. It truly is genuine. And what ends up happening is even though this individual did something dastardly, unremarkable, people feel for those that are being vulnerable. It's just a natural human trait. And we lean in to those that are being vulnerable. That is mighty and as powerful as they are. Yep, there's a part of us that wants to see people fall. We want to see people fail. But 
we also want to see people being real because it connects to a part of ourselves that wants to have that level of vulnerability too. We lean in because we go, wow, that took balls. That took a lot of strength. And we lean in because we go, geez, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. So this is what I want to challenge you on. I want you to really lean in to where your stinking thinking really is around not being good enough. Yeah. Where does this come from? This imposter syndrome. For most of us, it is not a new experience. Mm -mm. Imposter syndrome has been following you all your life. And we try and put up these facades. We try and get into busyness and action. And what we think is going to make it all go away. But it never does. Because it is rooted in your childhood. It is rooted in you as a little boy or for the, for the ladies watching as a little girl. It's rooted in there where you got sold a bill of goods, somewhere, somehow, someone told you that you weren't good enough. Maybe you lost a, a race. Maybe in the gym, you just could not be a team player. Someone would pass you the puck or maybe throw you the ball and you would miss it and flub it. And maybe someone scored because of your error. And there it goes. There it is. It gets rooted. You suck. Oh, and these people laugh at you. And, and over time, maybe when they start picking teams again, you get further and further down the list. And what do you think that does for your self-esteem? Right. Now, I know a lot of people would say that those unfair childhood practices that they taught us in school, uh, set us up to be these neurotic individuals that are dealing with so much shame and guilt and pain and unconscious wounds. But a lot of things happen in life to teach us who and what we are. And we go into these situations, and I am a strong believer that we have to learn our way out of it. We have to go through experience to get through it. Yep, there, there are a lot of people that I know that took those childhood wounds of being picked last or hurt or, or like to hell with it. And they decided to improve themselves. I wasn't that guy. I wasn't that guy that said, I'm not going to be picked last next time. No way. I'm going to work on myself and improve my game. No, I didn't have that level of awareness to tap into that at that age. No. I was the shy kid. I was the one that just didn't stick up for himself a whole lot. There were things that I was naturally good at. Yeah, I sucked at team sports, but I was amazing at track. But I didn't know that until later. But I realized that there were things where on we would have these annual sports days where, yep, I would suck in at gym. I would suck at team sports, 
But when it came to sports day, when you had to do all these things by yourself, other than the three-legged race and the four by 100, the, the relay, everything else was individual. And I would walk away with blue ribbons all the time, first place ribbons and second place ribbons, red. Yeah, I was kicking ass all the time. But I wish I could say that that got rooted in self-esteem and confidence. It did not. In fact, I took a lot of my insecurity well into my 20s, into my 30s. And there were times, even in the not so distant past, that I would feel insecure. I was owning the remarkable man within. And I would have imposter syndrome. And I've worked with some very high level clients, clients that are making, <laughs> they're making it rain that I couldn't even come close to what they're doing. I could easily get imposter syndrome. I'm going, well, how are they going to learn from me? But the truth is, is that I have a superpower. And as long as I stick to that, I can teach and coach the best of the best, simply because I bring to the table something very unique. And I do not have to compare myself with anybody because I am working on an area of their lives that gives me a unique perspective because I've worked on that part of my business. I've worked on that part of my coaching. I've worked on that part of who and what I am as a man and as a coach. And then as soon as I got that crystal clear, I was invincible. And I want you to start looking at the areas of your life that you are carrying forward a bill of goods that says you are not good enough. Where is it? Is it in relationships? Is it in your business? Is it in the promotion that you're getting? Is it your, your health and vitality? Or are there skeletons in your closet that you have not gotten a level of clarity around? You haven't forgiven yourself. And that's often a huge, huge barrier to allowing the imposter syndrome to let go. Forgive yourself, brother, for your mistakes. They happened for a reason. And you have got to be okay with that. Look at the man that you've become based on all of your experiences. You're incredible. You are truly a remarkable man. All that's left is for you to take ownership of that. That's it. That's all that's left is taking ownership of it. Is when you do, then you will see that, damn it, you are good enough. You're the shit. And you can accomplish and do anything you set your mind to. As my mentor, Les Brown says, there is greatness within you. And I truly believe that in every one of us. You 
must buy into the greatest version of who you are. I want to challenge you to go into meditation. And if you don't meditate, I want you to make it a meditative, a practice to meditate 30 minutes a day if you can. There are a lot of great guided meditations if meditation is new to you. But I, what I want you to do is I want to make sure that you have an unfair advantage over your unconscious mind. And you can only do that through affirmation and visualization. You've got to bombard your system with incredible, uplifting, motivational power to get through to the unconscious mind. The mind that says you are not good enough. Now, because it has been there for such a long time, you have to do the work. And this is what's often the biggest roadblock for so many people is that they think by reading something or listening to something, it's just going to magically make it all go away. No, you have got to put in the work and you've got to make that work part of your ritual. Your daily ritual has to be self-development, self-improvement to get through to the unconscious, the subconscious mind and convince it that, hey, this is who I am. I am freaking remarkable. I am so amazing. I am gifted beyond measure. And you've got to consistently do it because there's parts of you that go, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> do you realize who's talking? Huh? Yeah. It's that mind that you've got to deal with on a consistent basis. Every day, brother. So affirmation, visualization, meditation, just getting quiet and focusing on your dream life the most grandiose vision of what's possible for you. Never limit it. Never tone it down based on imposter syndrome. Oh, who am I to have that in my life? Damn it, you are worthy of the kingdom. Trust that. You truly are worthy of the kingdom. You have to give yourself a timeline. This is why in Think and Grow Rich or The Science of Getting Rich or any of the self-development and personal growth books around the law of attraction, they're always saying, give yourself a timeline. Maybe it's 60 days. Maybe it's 90 days. Maybe it's a year. But focus on that. And from this day forward, you envision that outcome whatever that date is, you envision that outcome. And it is real. You've got to taste it. You've got to touch it. You've got to smell the smells. What I often do in my, my dream home that I'm manifesting is that I will smell coffee, like fresh ground coffee, or I'll smell a, my, my favorite protein shake or fresh baked cookies, whatever it is. Because the smell is one of those uh, responses that really gets deep into our memory. 
And so if you can smell that in whatever it is, maybe it's fresh, the, um, the, the smell of a brand new car, the leather inside a brand new car, then you smell that. Maybe it's burnt rubber after you've peeled out. Whatever it is, maybe it's the perfume of your dream partner into your life. The taste of her kiss on your lips. Get detailed about what everything is to look like. Maybe it's your dream client. What is your dream client all about? See them appreciate you. See them lean into the conversation. See them being amazed about how gifted you are at delivering that product or service. Yeah. Maybe you're in management. See your your colleagues and your employees as really committed to who and what you represent. And they just feel that you are on their side and they love coming to work because you are at the helm. And know your worth. Know your power, brother. Know that you are an incredible leader. At the end of the day, you know deep down there's a part of you that is pretty kick-ass and you've had some kick-ass experiences. And that's what I want to leave you with. I want you to do a list of all the experiences you can possibly imagine that were incredible, incredible opportunities, incredible experiences that really made you feel remarkable. And just feel into that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Wow, that felt amazing. I, I can, wow, yes, I did have that victory. Yes, I did make that deposit. Wow, I remember buying that vehicle. Or I remember experiencing that road trip. I remember the praise I got. I remember that feeling of satisfaction. I want you to really get a list so that you can see that there is proof that you truly are incredible. You truly are remarkable. You have evidence to support that. When you are feeling like you are in imposter syndrome, it means you've forgotten all of that. You've forgotten how you got to where you're at. And I'm here to remind you, brother, of how you got here and what it's all about. You truly are remarkable in every sense of the word. All right, that's all I got for you today. I hope this is of value to you. If it was, please like, share, comment on it. Give us an honest review. I always appreciate your thoughts and feedback, and I honor you for being here. Remember, I've got a gift for you. If you've not gotten your copy of The Remarkable Man, Champions to Women, Heroes to Children, and Brothers to Each Other, get your free PDF copy today. Click the link. Go to DwayneClassen.com and get your download today. It's a game changer. And brothers, also, if you are looking to explore your coaching options, I highly recommend booking your discovery call. I'm only doing a few one-on-one sessions. And after that, uh, I am going strictly to group coaching. So only a few positions left for one-on-one coaching. I highly recommend jumping on the uh, link that is below 
and going through the form or reaching out to me personally. And let's dial it up. Let's explore where you'd like your next breakthrough. Right, gentlemen? Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again for being on The Remarkable Man Show. And remember, you're not alone on the journey. I've got your back. Have the best day. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to The Remarkable Man Show. If you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to theremarkablemanshow.com. Subscribe on iTunes and YouTube for the video version. Now get out there and be remarkable.